Welcome, listeners, to our patron-requested review of Coherence. Everyone else still not have service. I got zero. Um, On the news, you know, they're talking about the comet. Yeah, yeah. Wheeler's comet. After it passed, people get lost. They would end up in the wrong home. And they keep telling people that this can happen. The chicken tastes like tuna. It must be Miller's comet. So Dean, Coherence, released in 2013, directed by James Ward Burkett in his directorial debut. Do you know of any other films he's done since then? Uh, no. I did see he was art director on some of the Pirates of the Caribbean films, though. Yeah. Well, this is the only film he's done. Ah. I wonder why that is, Hendo. That is a very interesting question. I actually cannot give you that answer. But the story of this film is a strange things begin to happen when a group of friends gather for a dinner party on an evening when a comet is passing overhead. Now, I knew, a, knew absolutely nothing going into this film. I kept uh, very dark on this film. Did you know anything about it? Nah, I didn't know anything. Uh, anything at all, to be honest. So, yeah. I mean, what's there to say? I went in knowing nothing, and then the movie started. That's right. But this is starring Emily Baldoni, Maury Sterling, Nicholas Brendan, Lorraine Shafaria, Elizabeth Grusson, Hugo Armstrong, Alex Monaghan, and Lauren Maher. And that's pretty much the entire cast. It's yeah, a very uh, small film. Yeah. I mean, it's tiny. I was doing some light trivia reading on it, and... The actual budget for this is beyond minuscule. $50,000 is the budget. This does not look like a $50,000 film. No, I agree with that. It's uh, They've done a lot with the 50000 they had. I mean, they filmed in his house. Yeah, that's right. And his wife was like eight months pregnant or something, wasn't she? You're doing the trivia today, are you? <laughs> I mean, I read it a few days ago. I didn't write anything down, but I did remember a couple of things. Burkett came up with the idea for Coherence after deciding he wanted to test the idea of shooting a film basically without a crew and without a script. So he chose to shoot in his own home. Like you said, he developed the science fiction aspect out of necessity as he wanted to make a living room feel bigger than just a living room. And while Burkett did have a specific idea of how the film would unfold, he selected improvisational actors and gave them the basic outline of their character's motivation and major plot points. So this film essentially didn't have a script. Yeah, I was shocked when I read that. Shocked. To have, like, because it doesn't feel like like it dribbles on, you know what I mean? Like, it, it feels, it doesn't feel loose. It feels tight enough that the movie and the plot, more importantly, just keeps going forward. When, they, when, they, when they're bringing in the science fiction aspects to this film, I feel like I agree with you. But there is definitely a sense of mumblecore in this film where a lot of people are talking over each other, trying to get their input in certain points. Did you say mumblecore? Uh, yeah. W- what is mumblecore? It's like a subgenre of drama where it's like people just co- like consistently talking over each other. I mean, I think maybe once that happened in one of the first mm. scenes in the kitchen. No, I and think maybe it definitely the, happens a lot. Maybe at the dining table as well. Definitely happens a lot throughout the film. It definitely does feel realistic though. Like I don't think it feels I don't think it suffers from being improvised. No, I actually com- I completely agree with you there. Like the the way they react to it and their discussions and the way, like I said, they talk over each other. I feel like it definitely feels real to life. So Burkett said in an interview, for about a year, all I did was make charts and maps and drew diagrams of houses, arrows pointing where everyone was going, trying to keep track of different iterations. Months and months of tracking fractured realities, looking at what actual scientists believe about the nature of reality, Schrodinger's cat and all that. It was research, but despite all the graphs and charts, I think our whole idea was that it has to be character-based. We want the logic of our internal rules to be sound, and we wanted it to be something people could watch 12 times and still discover a new layer. Sounds impressive. So this was shot chronologically from start to finish. 
There were only two cameras used throughout the filming of the movie, except during the dinner scene, which had an additional camera. There was only five crew members. There was two sound guys, director of photography, the director, and the producer. And instead of the script, the actors would each receive only a small paragraph that they only they would see as their goals for the day. This allowed for the story to unfold naturally and create genuine reactions in the other actors. I imagine this would be an absolute bitch to edit. Well, I mean, when you're only shooting with two cameras, you don't have that much footage to go through. I mean, if it's improvised, I think you would let the camera go a lot. <laughs> just uh, start of the day, record, and just keep filming to the end of the day. I mean, you joke, but they could do a three-hour thing and take five minutes of usable dialogue. Like, who knows how they were doing it? I mentioned how the actors got specific goals for the day of their shooting. They're, a specific example of that is when Kevin tries to leave the house by himself, the actress who played Emily was given a note to not let him leave, and his note was to leave. That's all they had. Well, he failed there, didn't he? He definitely did. So the reason the cameras were so shaky was not so much a stylistic choice as it was giving the actors the freedom to go anywhere they wished to in the in the house rather than have the cameras on, you know, like a steady cam in their way. Yeah, opens the house up a bit. So James Ward Burkett said the hardest part of directing was keeping everyone quiet since there were so many people who were compelled to speak a lot. That's what you get when you have improvisational actors who want to speak over each other. Plus, everyone wants to be the star of the movie. You know what I mean? No one gets cast, like no actors getting cast in a movie and being told improvise and then they're going to sit there quietly. Yeah, so. exactly. They're gonna, they want their, they want their uh, opinion to be heard. Oh, yeah. They didn't reveal how the comet was filmed, but they did say it was a practical effect. I mean, they're not going to use CGI in a $50,000 film, are they? Nah. It's probably so unexciting that they made a pact not to tell anyone. <laughs> but this was released on the 20th of June in 2014. The world debut was on September 19th, 2013 at the Austin Fantastic Film Festival. That's why it is technically released in 2013. But in terms of cinematic release, it was 2014. Runtime of 89 minutes. Tagline, nothing is random. I mean, it's basic. It doesn't give anything away. Like we said, budget of $50,000 and worldwide grossed $139,000. I mean, okay. Do you reckon they made money? I, I I feel like they would have made a little bit. Like, I don't think they did. I don't don't think they spent too much money on advertising and all that sort of shit. Surely they weren't in this this for the money, though, am I right? (laughs) No, no, they weren't. So, James Ward Burkett also said he wanted to use his house as the setting of the movie since his wife was eight and a half months pregnant and wanted a home birth. She agreed to let him do it as long as he could do it in five days. And he actually did it. He shot the movie over five nights in a single location, obviously with the dialogue largely improvised. In fact, the night that Emily went searching for the different houses, it was the same night where his wife had their baby. It was a home birth held in the same house the movie was being filmed in. It's pretty incredible. She's probably given birth. He's like, hang on, hang on. Just got to get this scene. Got to get this scene. Can you just <laughs> cut? Okay, we're good. <laughs> it's like, stop filming me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dean, scores. What do you reckon? Critics or audience from Rotten Tomatoes? Audience. Critics have it at 88% and the audience have it at 81 Okay. I'm going to stop guessing audience. <laughs> I think you said when we started doing this after the first like three, you're going to just always guess audience. Metacritic, give it a 65. Letterboxd have it at a 3.7. And IMDb currently have it at 7.2, over 106,000 ratings. Okay, good enough. Yeah, very respectable. But this is a patron requested review and it comes to us from our awesome patron, David Powell. So thank you very much for this one, David. Thank you, David. How's David's track record been? What has he given us in the past, Endo? Uh, I know he's given us The Voices. Ah, Ryan Reynolds. That was good. And I think he also gave us The Fall. Ah, The Voices was good. (laughs) (laughs) 
no, for, for my opinion, The Voices and The Fall are both really good films. So let's see if you can make it three for three, Dean. All right, let's. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on at patreon.com slash themoviejourney. And we've got over 70 bonus episodes over there, including film series such as the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. There's also tons of benefits over there. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put out on the regular. Exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it's spot on patreon.com slash the movie journey. Go ahead and head over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all.